and welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and a look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I am your host. My name is Cassandra, and I am your other host. My God, what a beautiful delivery of that. Oh my God, thank you. It's not like I rehearse in my sleep or anything. Diction is on the tip of the tongue and the (laughs) T. Sea shanties down by the seashore. She sells seashells. It's fun stuff, man. Diction class, acting classes. Some of the most silly I've ever felt in my life. Yeah, yeah. I've always been like a person who, when I get to an acting class, I'm like, all right, guys, everybody on their feet. We're going to do something else. And I'm like, no. No. Because it's always like... Be a tree. Touch the person yes. that's to use face. And it's like that's I was just about to say. To the amount of times I've practiced being a tree. <laughs> like, bitch, I learned my lines and I'm paying a lot of money for this. I don't want to roll around on the ground and be like, okay, now you're a baby. <laughs> Think about a time where you felt more low than ever. And now a time where you felt like you were on a cloud. <laughs> oh, if I could get that money back, if I could get that improv class money back, no and that acting class money back, I would be, I would be set for retirement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely think that the UCB and the Groundlings have my retirement fund, but I don't, I don't regret them, you know, because otherwise I would have never met you. Ex- exactly, I'm so grateful. Improv gave me a community. It so. did. It did. And it also gave you the ability to walk on stage and just start doing a piece of a machine. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding. Object work is, yeah. is how I like to start scenes now. Because I'm like, I don't have to initiate. I'm just, I'm just folding a sheet. Look at me just folding a sheet. This is very inside baseball. Mm-hmm. Very LA. Very. How are you trash this week? Oh, just jumping right to it, huh? So I moved. Finally. <laughs> and as I was packing stuff, I I came across a bag in a closet that was containing a few items. One of them was my now deceased dog's favorite toy. I put it in that bag because when she was alive, she got pissed off when my roommate's puppy would play with it. So I was like, all right, I got to hide this thing you know, so that Bella doesn't get upset. And I just kind of forgot about it. And so that was hard. I cried immediately, really rough. And as I was trying to pull myself together and stop weeping over, you know, this dog, I also found a small container with mushrooms in it, in the same bag. (laughs) Also your dog's favorite thing. (laughs) love to microdose yeah yeah so i was like way to ruin a really sad heartfelt moment Uh, of course here are my drugs that i didn't take in joshua right why are you trash well i i went out last night like on the town yeah fun i took an uber wow like I went out, and so we were picking up a friend for their birthday. Delta, we don't know her. Delta be damned. Uh Uh-huh. And I forgot that you can't sit in the front seat of an Uber right now. No. So we squeezed three people into a Nissan Ultima's back seat. Three somewhat, I'm I'm a little, I'm thick-hipped. Sure. My partner is a big man. Sure. And our friend, no no small man. Sure. So we, I was practically sideways, <laughs> like boob on someone else's shoulders, hand behind their back, buckled, mind you. <laughs> but, but we squeezed. For why? For why? I don't know. I, I forgot. I was like, I have the money. I should have ordered an XL. I should have, you know, spent a little bit more, but I forgot about the front seat policy Mm -hmm. and they tried to get in the front seat and the driver was like, no, no, no. (laughs) Delta, we we do know her. We do know her. We drove from Larchmont to the Valley like that. Oh, no. no. 
Yeah, you got to uh, you got to go XL now. If more than two people, XL all the XL. way. XL. Yeah. Send me a minivan for three people. Yes. Yes. It was. I mean, we all just know each other a little bit better now. That's and nice. So I just want to remind you: if you have three people, order the XL, and uh, you won't have to have your boobs pressed up against your friend's shoulder. You know? Can I just say? And maybe I'm just becoming the bougiest fucking bitch. But like, even when you can go back into the front seat of an Uber, if you got four people, just get an XL. I don't fucking want to squish in the back of back seats anymore. I'm over it. Mm -hmm. This is a car for my comfort. All right. This is a machine that was built by uh, skilled laborers. Yes. I don't know who created the car. Ford? Who knows? Or he, who gives a shit? It was built for me to be comfortable and to ride from point A to point B, which means I need space. Mm-hmm. All right, I fly first class lie down seats now, everyone. <laughs> which means I'm not squishing in the back with my friends. I'm talking XL minivan captain's chairs. I, you know. Sorry, I'm, I'm talking out my ass. I, Ubers and Lyfts are so hard to find right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had oh. we had like one. Ca- so, okay. So I went to a second location. I went to the party location, mm-hmm. which was at a bar. Mm-hmm. And then I went to a restaurant for mm. an after. Like it was the before times. Yeah. You really like you fucking went out. I went out. And so we were standing in the parking lot waiting for our Uber home. And... I walk over because I see somebody pull into the parking lot and I just walk over. I don't check the license plate and I just try to open the door and it's <laughs> locked. And so I, I walk over to the, to the window and then I see, oh, this isn't my Uber. This is just a man. I just tried to get into a man's van. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But you know what I've never done? What? I've never rode in a go-kart with cocaine and a gun. Oh, really? So you've never done go-karting in Florida? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Put that on the Florida state flag. Just a, <laughs> a guy with like snorting cocaine with a gun in his hand, the other hand. No, nah, not the other hand steering. His knees steering a go-kart while he uses cocaine with his one hand. Our first story comes to us from the NewYorkPost.com. If you can guess the headline, it is man busted with a cocaine gun while riding go-kart in Florida. Look at that. A man riding a go-kart on the streets of a Florida city was busted in his tiny ride with a gun and a big bag of cocaine, deputies say. Miguel Angel Sanchez, 21, was spotted illegally driving a go-kart in Fort Pierce. When the deputies tried to stop Mr. Sanchez, the game was on. The department's officials wrote a playful statement invoking Nintendo's classic Mario Kart video game series. Sanchez threw a backpack on from his racer, bent a few corners, and then ditches in the cart, running away on foot. I don't like that the cops are jumping to the Mario Kart reference because, you know, like, if a cop is in a car chase and they're like, oh, this is kind of like Mario Kart... Except instead of me throwing a red shell, I'm going to shoot their tires out and possibly shoot the driver. Right. You know? Yeah. And try to be in a car chase and throw a banana peel out your window. See how see where that lands you. <laughs> Honestly, would be funny. <laughs> what? If I watched a high-speed pace and somebody just threw a banana peel, I would I mean, be like, the internet let them go. would crash. Like, yeah, let them go. Literally, everyone would fucking... Lose it. So yeah, absolutely. You're right. Do not. I can't emphasize this enough. Do not get in high speed chases. I know how much being Erica say we love them. I know it. But like, not our listeners. Pull over. Just pull over. Follow the rules. Follow the rules. And we know that not everyone who gets pulled over isn't breaking the rules. Yes. But, but, oh, it's it's crazy out there in these streets. Deputies soon cornered Sanchez and took him into custody. A police canine then discovered the handgun near his abandoned ride, as well as the backpack he tossed that had more than 15 grams of cocaine inside. Is that a lot? I think so. I think, like, I don't know drugs. (laughs) 
I, I wish I, I had the law in front of me, but I believe 15 grams is like fe- felony territory. Oh, I was trying to see a Google how much is a gram of cocaine worth, but I'm realizing I shouldn't have Googled that. Nope. Um, <laughs> Incognito mode. <laughs> anyways, I got to go. The SWAT team is here. <laughs> I wonder if you get caught with drugs, but because this guy's bail or his... He's on in custody on a eleven thousand dollar, almost twelve thousand dollar bond. If you have drugs, can you trade the value of the drugs for your bail? No. <laughs> mm, okay, just asking. Yeah. No. I mean, great question. There's no such thing as a stupid question. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but no, you can't say. Well, I've got this cocaine. Could I trade it in for my bond? <laughs> I I see your charges and I raise you this bag of cocaine. <laughs> your Perhaps honor, I'd like sweeten to- the deal. Yeah, your honor. <laughs> oh Do man. Do you know who I am? You know what? His first crime was driving that go-kart. If you're going to have a gun and a cocaine, just, you know, drive a normal car or walk. Fuck it. Yeah. Take a walk. You probably have the energy from all the cocaine. Sure. Oh, I don't my like goodness. guns. I don't I don't care for I don't care for guns. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about more drugs? Yeah. Okay. According to foodandwine.com in our next story, photo of cheese leads to guilty plea from British drug dealer. You guys, knock it off. What is with these drug dealers posting on social media? Like you have made a choice. Okay, you can post on social media and become an influencer, or you can become a drug dealer and have a lot of money to spend on nice food, and you don't fucking show other people. Yeah, you can't have both. Oh, can I tell a really weird experience that happened to me last night? Uh Uh-huh. El Chapo, that's a drug dealer, right? Yes. Okay, so I was at a bar with my partner, and I ordered a cocktail called the El Chapo, which was, you know, like tequila, jalapeno, basil, whatever, it doesn't matter. It was like Ninja Turtle Green. And so the girl at the bar next to me said, what drink is that? I said, it's the El Chapo. It's tequila, jalapeno, everything I just said. And then a gentleman next to me whose mask was pulled below his chin and whose camel trench coat collar was popped, just mm-hmm. painting a picture, of course, not not making assumptions about this person. And he goes, how do you know what El Chapo likes? And I was like, um, <laughs> and I just thought this was like a man asking, trying to do a stupid bit with me. So I was like, oh, um, <laughs> I guess I'm just guessing. And right. then he was like, right, but but how are you making those guesses? And I was like, the drink is called El Chapo. I'm telling her what's in the drink. And he was like, oh, 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 sorry. Yeah, I, I am. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I just thought you knew El Chapo personally. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just like, thought you okay. knew El Chapo personally. Like, was it a joke? <laughs> I, I literally was like, what the fuck was that interaction? <laughs> well, he's writing the biography for El Chapo and he needed you to to fill him in. Yeah. I mean, moments later, he reported back to the ta- his table with the woman that he was with that he had been previously spending the last 30 minutes taking just pictures of her with her cocktail and complained that the bartenders were moving too slow and so they decided to leave. So <laughs> I don't know. Either that or he got nervous because he thought I was friends with El Chapo. <laughs> Jesus. He thought my partner was El Chapo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, back to the story. No criminal wants to get caught with their hand in the proverbial cookie jar, but it's probably less embarrassing than being busted because you are holding a literal block of cheese. Surprisingly, that's what happened to British drug dealer who was arrested after authorities were able to crack his identity based on a photo he posted to a chat site holding a hunk of blue Stilton. Which chat site? Great question. The messaging service is called EncroChat. Mm, It's a communication tool for criminal activity and apparently cheese. Over a thousand arrests have reportedly been made. By the way, one Liverpool-based drug dealer was apprehended was especially cheesy. (laughs) So, So Carl Stewart, which is the lamest drug dealer name ever, Carl Stewart, his handle, Toffee Force, also fucking lame, shared up a close photo, close-up photo of his hand holding a block of mature blue Stilton. And the cheese was intended as the focus of the pic, but 
they realized that his hand was recognizable. I mean, this is crazy because I thought it was like a, a hand tattoo, like that one guy we were talking about who was doing the cooking video. But it sounds like they're able to just see what your fingerprints in your palm look like at this point. Like that's where the technology is. So, yeah. Yeah, this is scary. He's been involved in supplying large amounts of class A and class B drugs, which UK listeners, please let us know what those drugs are. But be careful with your Google terms because, you know. Yes. Don't make the mistake that I've already made. (laughs) He was sentenced to 13 years and six months in prison after pleading guilty to conspiracy to supply cocaine, heroin, MDMA, and ketamine. So I guess that's what class A and class B drugs are. Yeah. Along with transferring criminal property. Wow. Yeah. I mean, all that just to make a wedge salad. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Hold on. Just wait for a second because everyone at home is probably applauding and laughing right now. Yeah. We'll we'll give you a second to catch your breath. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, we got our next story from ABC7. NewYork.com. Long Island Library accidentally gives out pornographic comic to families. Whoopsies. Whoopsies. In Farmingdale, Long Island, a library is apologizing for accidentally putting pornographic comic book in a free giveaway bag to families. They gave it out on Saturday, August 14th during Free Comic Book Day, an annual nationwide event. I... Is free comic book day, I believe, is May 4th, right? Evidently, it's it's August Oh, it says 14th. August 14th. I thought it was something with like May 4th because it was like, may the 4th be with you. But maybe, I mean, what do I know? I don't read comics. Here's the problem. I mean, there's a lot of problems, but here's my problem. I go, we try to like look at the picture of what the comic was and it's all fucking blurred out. So I don't even see like what the big deal is. I think it's blurred out on the news website i don't think it was blurred out in the actual comic book well yeah i'm just saying i want to see what what they what What they saw yeah library (laughs) director debbie podelsky said it was a mistake it slipped through you know what else slipped through you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) grow up The comic book features people in various sexual positions and one woman using a sex toy. It also features a picture of a man appearing to kill a police officer with the words Antifa Super Soldier Cookbook above it. (laughs) What? Jeez Louise. This is a weird comic book. I'm not following the story. One local father said his child looked at the pornographic comic. The father was upset but did not want to be identified or do an interview for Eyewitness News. He was said he was aware of one other child who was given the comic book as part of the giveaway as well. Hmm. All I can see is that one of the lines next to a blurred out figure says spank me Mr. Carden- kindergarten teacher. Yikes. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I'm, mean- I'm like pulling my collar, you know? Ooh. Oh, wow. (laughs) Podolowski said the library has been doing the giveaway for six years and never received mature material from Diamond Comic Book distributors. Each participating library orders the age-related titles they would like to receive. So it sounds like they just got something that was mature but was listed as all ages. Mm -hmm. They think that the library handled it masterfully said Lauren Rosowski, vice president of the library's board of trustees. You'd think that, I mean, what do I know? I mean, this is a government-run thing, a library, so maybe they don't have the funds or the time, but like just a quick flip through, you know, just to just to see if there's any dicks drawn on the pages. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I just don't think you think about it. Like I would never check for dicks in a comic book. <laughs> never. Just, that's me. You know, lazy <laughs> librarian Erica Curry. I like that for you. <laughs> yeah. I would I think- be the laziest librarian. Why? Because I'd be like, mister, where are the books? And I'd be like, I don't know. Why, the, is the they, whole why are they fucking- calling you mister? Because they're little kids and they're not paying attention. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Your fucking made up story is already off the rails. Yeah. That's, again, why I'd be a bad librarian. You wouldn't even correct them. <laughs> I wouldn't even say, hey, you shouldn't 
uh, honorific people with gender, but whatever. You shouldn't honorific? I don't know. I'm, I was out very late last night and had night pizza. I'm not at my best today. Honorific. Given as a mark of respect, but having few or no duties. That's kind of like us as journalists. I think we're honorific journalists. <laughs> we are. We have no duties to the truth or journalistic integrity. Yeah. An, uh, a title or word implying or expressing high status, politeness, or respect. Yeah. That sounds like us. Yeah. That sounds cool. like us exactly. You know what doesn't sound like us? Ooh, our next story from the metro.co slash UK. A village terrorized by a bandit pouring baked beans through letterboxes. Okay, first of all, I love England. I feel like their crime is just adorable. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like man slaughtered down in street in, in Florida. However, in England, their biggest crime right now is somebody pouring baked bean through letterboxes. I got beans on my pigeonhole and now I can't pay my bill fuddies. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry to our UK listeners. That is not how I see you. The mystery vandal has been covering doorsteps, homes, and cars with the famous orange bean sauce. Mm. Cops now urging anyone with the information to spill the beans. Okay. Okay. That journalist got a Pulitzer. They're having fun. They're having fun. This is happening in the countryside village of Wanersh in Surrey. It's a village of just 3,000 residents, but they've been understandably rocked by the recent incidents. I'm going to go ahead and say that someone wanted to build like a second bathroom on their house and then their HOA said no. And so he's being like, you don't want me to have another bathroom in my house? Then I can't eat all these beans. I'm going to pour them in your mailboxes, you fucks. I just, I like to picture that there's like a sting operation going on in the local grocery market. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that cops are like stocking shelves, seeing who's buying beans and then yeah. tailing them. And it's it's yeah. just a whole, I got a whole story brewing and it's adorable. Just like at the checkout counter, like, dude, dude, having a dude. bean party, dude. <laughs> um, no, just... I like it. Oh, starring up for the end of the world? No. Then what do you need all these beans for? My friend is getting made today a bean pie for his birthday. Have you ever heard of that? No. He he said, I want a bean pie. And so somebody is legitimately making him a bean pie today. Wait, is it like I've been to like Japanese markets where they have like pastries that are mm-hmm. technically bean filled, but it's like sweet, but I've never heard of a bean pie. Yeah, I think he invented it and now somebody has to come up with a bean pie for his birthday. That's a very, very funny bit to invent something and just leave it up to people like to figure it out. Yeah. I will report back next week once I hear about bean pie and how it turns out. Yeah. I'm going to just point out one thing that we should revoke this journalist's uh, Pulitzer. Mm-hmm. A, he used an absolutely Heinzenous crime because they're Heinz baked beans. Oh. That's shitty. That's, I can't. That, I'm Take sorry. It back. I'm sorry, listeners. I didn't have to read that out loud. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We've got a lot of stories coming to us from the UK this week. From thesun.co.uk. I loved our baby's romantic name. Then I found out what my husband had actually done. When one mum heard her husband's unusual choice of name for their new daughter, she thought he was being imaginative, original, and romantic. Yet romance was the last thing on his mind, and the only love affair he was referencing at the time was the one he had with his favorite football team, Arsenal. The truth was that Len Ersra wasn't a baby girl's name. It was Arsenal spelt backwards. Yet he hid the secret so well that it took Mum Claire two years to discover what her mischievous hubby had done. 
As soon as it emerged, it wasn't just the name wasn't original after all, but a tactic. Another Arsenal fan, this time from Texas, enjoyed a similar experience. My baby was born this season, he tweeted, and Arsenal win their first trophy in nine years? Coincidence? I think not. Huh. I mean, Lannisra? What's romantic about that? I don't know. I don't don't care. I mean, bless that baby's heart. You don't care? (laughs) I don't care for it. <laughs> I care. <laughs> I just don't care for the name. Mm-hmm. I think Arsenal would have been a cool, like, middle name, like Michelle Arsenal Tweed. Hell yeah! I'm so jealous. My my sister, her middle name is Ryan, Jessica Ryan, and I'm like, that's the coolest name ever. And I got Michelle. Aw, fucking Michelle. How plain. No. <laughs> Erica Michelle. Mm-hmm. I like the way it comes out when you're mad. Yeah. yeah. Erica Michelle. Ooh, that's when you know you're in trouble. So my partner's favorite team is the Padres. So mm-hmm. I'll just be on high alert if he tries to name one of our children Sir Dap. Sir Dap. <laughs> <laughs> I think the boy should be Sir Dap. And you're like, gotcha, motherfucker. I, I know, know you're what you're too. doing. <laughs> Speaking of knowing what you're doing, let's get into our next story from the New York Post. That's a funny one. That's a funny fucking... All right. Jack and the bean block. Man gets six kidney beans stuck in his penis while trying to express himself. He was struggling to pee. <laughs> Spelled P-E-A. No, yeah. No, I, I think just, they knew. I yeah. think they knew. <laughs> A Randy, Michigan man redefined cock block after he got six kidney beans lodged in his urethra during a bizarro attempt at sexual gratification. The unnamed 30-year-old patient had reportedly wanted to express the beans during ejaculation. So he shoved six kidney beans in his urethra and then attempted to expel them via natural emission. However, his pea shooter jammed during the process, prompting him to try to remove them with tweezers. Oh God, I'm sorry. Here's the thing. You should never try to stick tweezers in a a hole, a a body hole. Like tweezers are for getting like a splinter out, a stray, you know, chin hair, but never a hole. I think Never he was like hole. he was thinking he was playing fucking operation and all he had to do was not touch the edges. <laughs> <laughs> when that failed, he reported to the hospital where he informed doctors he was struggling to pee. The backed up bean stalker also admitted this wasn't his first time participating in this practice, although he never attempted to utilize this many beans. So there was four located between the urethral entrance and the urine pouch, while the other strayed all the way into the bladder. I'll tell you what, that is a that is an out and not an in. Yes. Yes. There should be a sign. Or you should just be born with that innate nurturing feeling. <laughs> I mean, this is really gross. I'm not trying to kink shame, but also like don't sometimes shit seems dangerous. Yeah. And it's not king shaming, but if you have to get other people involved in it, then it's somebody else's problem. Yeah, that doesn't seem fair. It's like if this is an actual thing, then perhaps some sort of apparatus with a string on the end would be maybe the move. After initially failing to extract the urethral infiltrators, medics managed to remove one legume by applying numbing cream to the area, then squeezing the penile passageway. Would you like to hear our next story? I'd love to hear our next story. From timesnownews.com, a man banned from U.S. holiday after accidentally ticking terrorist box on visa form. Why the fuck is there a box that says terrorist? And who's going to self-identify? Apparently this idiot. Yes. <laughs> just this fucking fool. I understand like, are you a felon? Are you, you know, convicted felon? You know, I understand. But terrorist box, like Osama bin Laden's <laughs> not going to be like, me, oops. Osama bin Laden's not going to do shit because he's dead. USA. Oh, <laughs> USA. <laughs> I, do you remember where you were when you got the news? 
I think so. I believe I was at uh, Johnny Rockets Sports Bar at Universal City Walk working a shift. I was working a shift at the bowling alley that I worked at in Orange County, and it was like the whole bowling alley exploded. Yeah, like, no, the whole sports bar went off. Went off like USA chance, and I was like, we didn't give this man a trial. Like, this is insane. <laughs> what? Like, what is happening? <laughs> Are you sure that we should be doing a trashy, trashy podcast? I mean, you were working at a bowling alley and I was working <laughs> at a sports bar. I mean, I don't know. We really should reconsider. <laughs> we should do classy, classy. I love uh, classy, classy. Oh, we really do need to do one. A seven-year-old grandfather's festive holiday planned to the U.S. came to a crashing end after he accidentally ticked the terrorist box on the crucial visa form. John Stevenson and wife Marion, who hail from Green Auk in Scotland, were scheduled to fly to New York on December 3rd, 2018, after spending over 2,000 pounds on flights and accommodations. Oh, this is a historical trash. I guess so. Like all of us, the couple were too excited to visit a new place during the holiday season. Unfortunately, that was not after John accidentally declared himself a terrorist. You know, this is very silly. Honestly. <laughs> He's 70 years old. Right. <laughs> Although, you know what? Excuse me. You're never too old to be a terrorist. That's true. You know what? That was ageist of us. You're right. Yeah. You're never too old to wear that dress, and you're never too old to be a terrorist. <laughs> As a result, John had to go to court to clarify the mistake. The, however, the verdict was not in his favor. What? He called the U.S. Border Patrol and gave them his passport details. They looked up my ISTA number and said, you're a terrorist. <laughs> no. I just like don't get it. You're like a visa. You're trying to be a visa, and it's just like, are you here for? Are you coming here for school or work or travel or terrorist? Terrorist. Uh, I see. Well, it's gonna be a no. As a refund of their trip expenses, United Airlines told the couple they might be able to get a refund for the accommodation money and not the money spent on the flight tickets. Damn. Wow. It says, we were filling out the visa form and it kept timing out before we could tick all the boxes. Well, it's because you got to be ready, okay? Then it crashed when it came back up and you start off where you finished. Well, this sounds like bullshit. He probably was just like, I'm going to check terrorists and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Let's gamble. Let's gamble, little, shall we? Little scamp. <laughs> Speaking of little scamps... Oh, our next story comes to us from the smokinggun.com. Woman arrested for explicit jail video visitation. During a video visitation with her jailed boyfriend, a Florida woman, ding, 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 <laughs> exposed her breast and masturbated, according to the police who arrested her for the alleged lewd display. Danielle Ferreira, 38, traveled Sunday afternoon to the Charlotte County Jail for an hour-long visitation with inmate Cody Thomas, 25. Okay, Cougar. Ferrero was in lockup, or was Ferrero was in the lockup's video visitation building while Thomas was elsewhere in the facility. What you can't just zoom from someone in prison from home? I guess not. The visitation session occurred via internet video, and there was no physical contact between the inmate and the visitor, cops noted. During their visit, they, this is all a quote, frequently talked in a lewd manner, speaking of sex, sexual organs, and sexual activities, frequently flaunting and rubbing her breasts, covered, showing the revealing outfit that she was wearing, and calling her outfit naughty, and she repositioned herself and almost had an orgasm. Ugh, this is a gross way to describe something. Thomas asked Ferrero to have one for her, and she began to rock back and forth in her chair, appearing to have an orgasm, investigators allege. And then, you know, near the end of the session, Ferrero exposed her breasts. Because, you know, like, <laughs> oh, time's almost up. All right, here you go. One and then two. One and two. You can't go at the same time. That's how you don't get arrested. Okay, and so Thomas was a third of the way through a 30-day sentence for drug paraphernalia and driving without a valid license. It had been 10 days since they'd seen each other. <laughs> like, they must, they're in the honeymoon phase. What can you say? 
Oh my god! You know what it is. You know how it is. Your honeymoon phase can't keep your hands off each other, oh even if god. one of them is in jail. I cannot believe that showing Cody my boobs would get me arrested. She said. <laughs> so she's also facing a probation violation related to her conviction last month for theft because she was stealing FedEx packages. Hey, that's a dick move. Leave people's packages alone. Oh, uh, that is a big dick move. So, yeah, I don't know. That's pretty trashy, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's it's very trashy. <laughs> Another story from Florida. Big week. Big week for Florida. From 937theriver.iheart.com. <laughs> Sounds legit. Sounds. No, no fa- fake news there. <laughs> no. Florida man steals forklift, four-wheeler, and more an impressive crime spree. A Florida man is facing charges after he was busy going on an alleged but impressive crime spree. WKMG says 24-year-old Charles Harrington is facing several burglary and grand theft charges after Volusia County deputies learned he allegedly stole at least four vehicles and caused property damage in the Pearson, Florida area. So the deputies got a reports of a crash on Highway 17, and a body camera video shows authorities fi- finding a stolen F-150 stuck in the mud up to the tailgate, but there was no one in the truck. And then on top of that, the bystanders said that there was another F-150 in a forklift that got stolen. They found the second F-150 crash in the wood with its catalytic catalytic converter cut off. Oh, I think that's like a hot ticket item to get stolen out of the car. Yes. The deputies then got another report of another stolen car along with the missing keys and a pair of shoes. As more calls came in later, but this time about a stolen four-wheeler. So this guy was just like playing Grand Theft Auto. I mean, he was just taking shit and then crashing (laughs) it and then going to get something else and then crashing it. But then like he crashed one in the mud. So he was like, well, I need some more shoes. Because yeah. my other shoes have mud in them, and I'm not trying to track mud into all these stolen cars like an asshole. Yeah, that would be rude. <laughs> yeah, and then when they finally found him, they said the neighbors told authorities that she saw a person jumping a fence and lurking in the woods. Uh, that's when they found the F-150's keys in Harrington's pocket, and he was shirtless, and it claimed that he was swimming with his old lady. And he even claimed he knocked on someone's door asking for some water. But other than that, I didn't do nothing. He's being held on an $88,000 bond. He should have kept those cards, those cars to try to trade them in for the yeah, bond. Exactly. Uh, Your Honor, will you take a stolen F-150 for bond? There's or no this, mud in it. Or this cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like... Like, if if my partner ever referred to me as his old lady. Oh. Like, I know it's a term. I understand that, you know, that, like, I think is, like, a biker's term. I don't know where the origins of it are from, but it's like, oh, me and my old lady. Like, whatever. I know some people embrace it and like it, but if I ever am referred to that way, <laughs> I just, I really, I'm like, it. it just makes you sound like you're just, like, down to clown, you know? And I, I'm not always down to clown. Oh, that's why you got that tattoo that says ball and chain, though. Well, I got that as a goof, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's different. That's different. If he calls me his ball and... <laughs> I got it before we even got married, too. Yeah. The old ball and chain. My old so, lady. Yeah, I really don't like it. I don't know why. I, it doesn't even it, – it means nothing to me when other people say it. I'm like, oh, that's 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 nice. But mm-hmm. yeah, miss me with Taylor ever calling me his old lady. I'd be like, sir, you are from San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> you call me your partner or your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have good handwriting? I don't think so, but some people have told me that it is nice. So mm-hmm. – they're either blowing smoke up my skirt or I'm I'm okay. Yeah. I have terrible handwriting. One time I was wine tasting with friends up in Paso Robles mm-hmm. and I was signing the guest book. <laughs> and my friend was like, oh my God, Erica's wasted. And then Winston kind of looked over and was like, 
No, she just has really bad handwriting. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I knew that about you, but like for some reason it feels on brand. Yeah, I have terrible penmanship. So this is a big awesome segue into our next story and I hate to like throw the brakes on it, but I have another like random story that I've been dying to talk about. Tell it. So in this, because I moved, right? So I'm in a new building and in the elevator, there is a sign. It's a typed up sign that says, you guys have been being really loud. Be considerate of your neighbors. And then below it is like a back and forth between obviously whoever received the sign and who wrote the sign (laughs) and they're like handwriting it because like, so I'm assuming that the sign was left on the person's door. And then this person doesn't know who like left it because they didn't, you know, whoever put it there didn't sign it. Mm -hmm. So they just put it in the fucking elevator and like wrote their response. And then that person came like crossed out the entire response and then wrote another response with their goofy, silly, like weird handwriting. So I'm like, I'm standing there, like literally, like I'm about to press the emergency stop so that I can fucking see through the cross out and see what the response was. Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, you're going to cross out all this tea? Like, you fucking started it. Why aren't you letting the neighbors and every concerned party who has to ride this elevator see what they said back to you? That's incredible. I love petty building drama. (laughs) I mean, this place has got a lot of it. Like, it's good stuff. Well, in our next story from Mm indiatoday.in, bad handwriting foils man's robbery bid in UK Sussex. A man has been given a six-year extended sentence in the UK for robbing one bank and attempted to rob two others in East Sussex. The man used written notes to ask cashiers to hand over the money. Oh, no. However, the cashier could not decipher the note due to its poor handwriting, and the man had to leave (laughs) empty-handed. That's so funny. This is a lobbery? This is a lobby? What do you, what do you ask, what are you saying here, sir? (laughs) You're having fun? You're having, oh, you have a gun. You have gum? You have gum? What a clown. The man, retiree Alan Slattery, 67, has been jailed for robbing one bank and attempting to rob two others. Aw. Are you, do you feel bad for this man? You just said aw? I feel like he, having bad penmanship sets you up for failure in life. You are awing a 67-year-old man who has bad penmanship because he couldn't rob three banks. Listen, I'm very, I'm an empath. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, man. So the staff at a bank uh, managed to read the note eventually, which said, your screen won't stop what I've got. Just hand over the 10s and 20s. Think about the other customers. They then rang the police who attended and seized the note and CCTV footage from inside the bank. I mean, that's not a very clear note, in my opinion. No, I mean, it's not rude. You know, it was it was very to the point. Don't be rude in your robbery letters. Uh, I disagree because I think that we spend so much time trying to be polite in notes and emails Mm -hmm. and like we need to stop apologizing. Oh, I stop saying sorry, but I say thank you for your patience if I'm late to something. Yeah, like I feel like the robbery note, it can't just be like, Hey, when you get a chance, I am robbing you. No worries if not. (laughs) That's like a very millennial approach. Like, no worries if not. Like, it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Hand over all the money. No worries if not. LOL. Catch you later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, you got to be like, this is a robbery. I have a gun. Don't make me shoot you Mm -hmm. or anybody else. Hand over the cheese. (laughs) Hey, Cass, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. It's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Boo. This comes to us from Consequence.net, Erica's favorite website. It's true. 
OnlyFans to prohibit sexually explicit content starting in October. Yes, if you've been under a rock, or perhaps you're one of our mothers, I actually don't, I can't speak to your mom's uh, Instagram prowess, but I can speak to mine. So mom, there's this site called OnlyFans, and it's uh, typically used for people to post up pornographic images of themselves for money. It's like a Patreon where you can pay for tiers of rewards She's as not well. going to know what Patreon is. It's it's a website where you pay for tiers. So you can support somebody at like a $10 a month level or mm-hmm. a $50 level or a hundred or, you know, it's got levels to the, the content and to the support. So like you give me $10 a month and maybe you get a titty a month. If you give me a hundred dollars a month, then perhaps you're getting more via a video. So essentially sex workers have built this platform Mm -hmm. and this would be like Domino's saying it's no longer selling pizza. Yeah. Only, only fans existed in general, but then it started to get more popular, especially during the pandemic when people didn't have fucking jobs and people have been able to make like a full ass living on OnlyFans. And then, yes, sex workers, especially their industry got hit hard in uh, the pandemic. Their industry got v- hit really hard in the pandemic. And so this was their opportunity to continue to make money. So this OnlyFans policy change stems from mounting pressure from banking partners and payment providers. So they're choosing banks over the people that have built their platform. I'm curious. So there was like a big, I think we talked about it on this podcast, but Bella Thorne, who's an actress, basically she posted on OnlyFans saying that she was going to get naked in a video. And um, so all these people paid to see that video when it was released like mm-hmm. a lot of money. And then they, when the video got dropped, she doesn't actually get naked in it. And so all these people were demanding refunds. And so OnlyFans almost went under mm-hmm. just based on the uh, the fact that so many people were trying to get refunded at the exact same time. And so from there, their policies changed where like these sex workers could only ask for a certain amount of money for certain things, which really affected them a lot too. Mm-hmm. Because like they were basically being policed on how much they could charge for their content. So I'm curious if this bank like stuff is related to that. Yeah. Just another example of like white women ruining a sacred space in a way. Rachel Dolezal also signed <clears throat> up for OnlyFans on the day that this policy changed was announced. Why? I guess she needs to make money. She's the one who is pretending to be black, right? Uh-huh. Got it. So, I don't I mean, I don't know what their goal here is. Like they're basically trying to be like, "No, we're not going to let people do sex stuff on this website anymore," even though literally OnlyFans to me is synonymous with sex stuff. Like I don't I I know that people there's that one girl who is like a millionaire now because in the pandemic she just started dressing up like a dog and barking around her apartment and people fucking went nuts for it mm-hmm. and started paying her a lot of money for it. But that's all sex stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not getting naked. She's not doing anything sex stuff. But who's paying for that if they're not jerking off to it? I mean, come on, Erica. Yeah, I don't need to watch a puppy cam. I'm good. No, no, don't care. So I don't uh, – yeah, I mean, I feel like this is definitely the beginning of the end because – yeah. YouTube already exists. So and, and when Tumblr took off nudity and pornographic images, they went from being valued at over a billion dollars to like three hundred million or something drastic. Yeah. I mean, people want sex. <laughs> and and this is keeping sex wor- sex workers safe. This mm-hmm. was allowing them to earn a living without having to do physical contact. Mm-hmm. And it's reported that most sex workers are assaulted once a month. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously like other sites and things that, you know, people can continue to do camera shows or whatever the fuck they want to do. But like, this was a really big platform. This helped a lot of people survive the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
make incomes and stuff. So this is pretty fucked up. Like, I, I don't know. It, it it truly, I think the, the comparison to like, if Domino's were like, we're not going to do pizza anymore. We're just going to do pasta. It's like, who the fuck is, who's watching cooking videos on OnlyFans? Who the fuck is eating the pasta at Domino's? Right. What are you, nuts? There's way better places to get pasta. That's gross. I think the platform is trying to push towards celebrities, you know, revealing secret content. Like, I know one of the Real Housewives of New York signed up for OnlyFans, <laughs> but they post, like, home tours. And, you know, it's <laughs> they don't post sexually explicit content, but uh, it, it was, like, a big shock when they revealed they were getting on OnlyFans because that's what everyone assumed they would be doing. Right. Yeah, because why else would you need to put yourself on a paid subscription service? Mm-hmm. There's Patreon and then there's Twitch. Like there's other like mediums for this, you mm-hmm. know, to get paid for random things. I think Twitch is a lot of like gaming. Patreon is all kinds of things, artists, like all kinds of stuff. Like, but OnlyFans, like, I mean, that one was for sex. And, and safety for sex workers. Yeah, so... Bye. I mean, I don't don't know. I I would think that this is a bad financial move on those banks. Yeah. (sighs) I mean, it just, it sucks. It really sucks. And that's why it's the dumpster fire. Yeah. Are you, for any keen, savvy listeners, you would realize that we didn't do hoarding and throwing out last week. We just forgot. (laughs) We straight up forgot. We were too too deep in uh, Alabama rush. Rush Oh, and point of correction that we didn't, we neglected to mention Alabama recruitment at University of Alabama only became desegregated in 2013. That's eight years ago. I know. That was like a major oversight on our part that we neglected to mention that they didn't desegregate. And that was because of massive pressure and a lot of alumni threatened to pull funding it was a huge deal. Come on, Alabama. I know. I know. Do better. If you would have told me they desegregated in the 70s, I'd been like, that's far too long. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, that's late. But like, all right, if someone's going to be last, it's Alabama. Right. But 2013. Well, yeah. Roll Tide. No, thank you, sir. No, thank you. What are you hoarding? I am hoarding buying boxes. If uh, you couldn't tell, I just like the finer things in life. So I'm not going to liquor stores or grocery stores and asking for boxes anymore. I'm going to U-Haul and I'm going to spend money and buy nice brand new boxes that come with tape and markers and fun labels on them. Like you get to like fill out a fucking Scantron at the top of every box and then you use them and then you give them away for free on OfferUp. (laughs) I love it. I love it. You're a goddamn adult. Hell yeah, I am. What are you hoarding? I'm hoarding James Gunn. The Suicide Squad. It was a. That's the new one. That's the new one. It was a very funny movie. Nice. It's on HBO Max. It's on HBO Max. You can watch it in theaters too. It hasn't done great at the box office because it was released on HBO Max, but like it was fucking great. Now, let me ask you a question. Is because the first Suicide Squad that they did, like same cast, was like apparently very bad. Yeah. So is this a sequel? Then it's just like better or is did they just like straight up like redo it? So they basically they have a lot of the same cast from the first one and then they just kind of hit reset and like undid everything that they did in the first movie in a way. And they were like, new story. Um, We're going to call it the Suicide Squad instead of Suicide Squad. And that's it. (laughs) I mean, I kind of respect it of like. You know, because that's a huge franchise because they're all like DC villains, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, I mean, they did it with Batman all the time and they had just put new Batmans in. But it's just like crazy to me that like they didn't recast anybody. They just were like, uh, it's I'm just going to do it again. And like fucking whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Are you throwing that's anything cool. away? Yes, I am. I am, Erica. Um, 
So by the time this is released, this will be over. But tonight I am throwing a surprise bachelorette party for a very good friend of mine, Tess, which if you don't know Tess, that means you don't know Phoebe Candles, F-E-B-E. And if you don't know Phoebe Candles, your house smells like shit. So I'm throwing this big surprise party and I'm so excited. I'm editing a video together with like all her other bridesmaids who can't be here. Like I'm really doing it. And I was informed by her fiance that her favorite dessert is those that fruit tart from fucking Porto's, which I'm pretty sure I've said it on this podcast because I say it frequently. I don't really care for Porto's. Mm-hmm. So to just add on to the flaming pile of shit that I think of Porto's, they don't let you pre-order anything until day of. Oh. Is this cake going to be delicious? Of course it is. It's fucking Porto's. Mm -hmm. But it was annoying that as I'm trying to plan something, I had, oh my God, sorry, I just burped. (laughs) I'm a piece of shit. I was... Here I am, bitching about Porto's, and I can't even get through a sentence without burping. Oh, my God. Whatever. The point is, is I had to sit on my computer like I was fucking waiting for concert tickets just to order a cake so that I didn't have to wait in a 40-person line. And that pisses me off. Throwing it out. Get out of here. Throw it out. Throw it out. I'm sorry about my burp. <laughs> <laughs> what are you throwing out? Okay, if you go to Facebook and you search the hashtag protect your family. Oh, no. It is a bunch of bots and propaganda against the COVID-19 vaccines Mm -hmm. of people saying like, I got one shot and then my leg fell off. And it's like, no, it didn't. (laughs) This is disinformation. And it is like people (laughs) making shit up. Like they are Russian bot farms and it is hopefully Facebook will censor it and take it down soon. But it is bullshit. It is bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And it upsets me that I have people on my timeline saying, oh, my God, search this hashtag before they take it down. And I'm like, you like I did a reverse image search on one thing and it was like clearly a Russian bot farm had made this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so frustrating. I mean, it's the weirdest thing. And I wish I could like, I can someone please like put out a documentary on how this like thing happens? Because to me, it's like, like, why we got to go after the vaccine? Like to me, I, I say that that's as if they're like, don't eat pizza anymore. You know, mm-hmm. This is something that everything, everyone should really like, and yet, and so important to our everyday lives. I mean, can you imagine a life without pizza? No. No. And I had pizza last night, late night pizza. What do you think I'm having everyone make for the bachelorette party tonight? Fucking pizzas, you know? So can we leave the vaccine alone? And like, just like the vaccine is pizza. You need, you got to eat it. It's good for you. They make vegan pizza. They make uh-huh. gluten-free pizza. Pizza's for everyone. Yeah. So g- get get your pizza, you know, so that we can get out of the fucking pandemic without any more variants because this shit sucks. I don't know. Like, whatever. If they're all Russian bots, like, of course, I don't even know what I'm saying. I was going to say, of course, Russians don't want Americans to get the vaccine, but I don't know anything about foreign policy. So <laughs> I don't know. That's That's based on movies. Right. It's just troll farmers. the Russians not like us? No. Like, their government doesn't. Okay. So maybe they don't want us to get vaccinated. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's just, it's just bullshit. And it's people doing their research on Facebook instead of trusting, like, the CDC and doctors. Don't let Russia win by being a fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, where can the people find you? You can find me at Cass Cardenas on Instagram and Twitter. I hope that I haven't upset you with my vaccine talk. <laughs> I don't care if I've upset you with my vaccine talk. So then where do they find you? At Iconic Erica Curry. Slide in my DMs. Tell me I'm wrong. It's engagement. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> at Iconic Erica Curry. You can also find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod 
on Instagram and Twitter or at our website, www.trashytrashypodcast.com. You can also buy us a coffee. If you go to the link in our bio and you click buy us a coffee, and that is spelled ko-fi.com slash trashy pod, you can support this podcast financially and help us out and pay for our hosting and our equipment and upgrades and things like that. And we are so grateful that you listen. We are so grateful. We love you, trash cans. Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.